This is a CBC Podcast. Kids aren't back in class yet, but we've been talking a lot about them. The provincial government is outlining some new rules for teachers, and it's limiting who can come into classrooms to teach students, at least for now. For more on this and other provincial news, we've reached Adam Hunter. He covers politics for CBC Saskatchewan. Good morning, Adam. Good morning. What did the education minister announce on Tuesday? Well, Dustin Duncan made a pretty big announcement. I know we've been talking a lot about it, as you mentioned, and there are two parts to it, I think, that are that are crucial. The first is when it comes to how schools are treating uh, students under 16 that want to go by a chosen or a new chosen name or pr- preferred pronoun. And uh, that is uh, changing now to parental permission, which is a, a big change. Uh, Dustin Duncan says that the, they needed a policy, a uniform policy across the province. He says it was due to parental uh, feedback. And so that is the, one of the major things that's getting the biggest amount of feedback right now the, and the most criticism. But not to leave out the sexual education curriculum is, is getting a little bit of a makeover as well. Uh, when it comes to the human sexuality unit, parents can now opt out of portions of that or, or all of it completely. And that is new. And also third-party groups are not going to be allowed to uh, present in schools like Planned Parenthood. Um, and so that is also getting a lot of criticism because of Saskatchewan's high teen pregnancy rates, STI and STD rates, and just the 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 aspect of it as well as teaching gender inclusion and human sexuality, and that 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 kind of ties into the first part when it comes to names and pronouns. And uh, when you talk about Planned Parenthood, it was some inappropriate material that was uh, available for students in Lumsden to see that kind of kicked this whole thing off. And we've talked in recent weeks about the Saskatchewan United Party uh, making hay with that in a recent by-election, and this week taking credit for this government policy change. Yeah, the Saskatchewan United Party did very well uh, for our brand new party coming second in that Lumsden by-election. Now, they still lost by a wide margin, but it 20 points came off of the Saskatchewan party when you look at the previous election. So that was something that Scott Moe admitted after the election that this, this is something they're going to pay attention to. So he signaled that this was coming. Dustin Duncan signaled that this was coming uh, right after the the controversy, the same day the controversy kind of blew up, that they were going to do something about this. And he made it sound like this week that this isn't just a pause on these third party groups, that they're going to be out permanently and that teachers are qualified to do this. Now, there's uh, some schools and school divisions that we've heard feedback from that say that, you know, we need these third-party groups, we rely on them to come in and give some of this, uh, these, these talks, this material. So that is something that's going to continue to play out. Uh, the When it comes to the, the gender and pronoun policy and the naming policy, it's not as clear as if the the, the Lumsden issue played any part of that or the, or the Saskatchewan United Party, of course, they're going to take credit for it. But it's part of this parental rights, quote-unquote parental rights movement that's kind of sweeping across the U.S. We've seen it in New Brunswick and now in Saskatchewan. And just recently, the, the leader and Premier in, in Manitoba saying that they're going to move to this as well uh, on campaign on it in the next election. And we heard from a professor that I know we're hearing from on the news uh, from McCune University who says this is really a dog whistle to uh, to take away uh, gender inclusion, uh, teaching about it, uh, learning about it, materials in schools, book banning, that this is a first step and that these uh, premiers and, and conservative governments specifically, he says, in, in Canada are taking a page of the Republican Republican playbook. He believes that they're going to lose in court eventually, but he says that that's going to really uh, traumatize people and stigmatize people who are in this community and and put 
them out in the open when you know they just want to live their lives and this is something that's going to be uh, played out over a long period of time. So we'll have lots to follow on that, of course, as it happens. I mean, we talked to someone yesterday, Adam, with um, sexual assault centers of the Battlefords who has employees paid by the Ministry of Justice all booked up to go into schools and talk about things like consent, healthy relationships, um, all of that, and doesn't know what they're going to do now. So there'll have to be some conversations, I guess, inside the government about third-party instruction in schools. And we did talk about the Saskatchewan United Party and its showing in Lumsden Morris. That was one of three by-elections where votes were counted a little bit differently. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, vote counting machines. And so if anyone who is who voted in, in these by-elections, and specifically in Regina, will know that when you filled your ballot out, and I want to be clear, you filled your paper ballot out, that's not changing. You put your ballot into a machine that counted your vote right away. And that is a pitch from the chief electoral officer, Michael Boda, who wanted that for the 2024 election. And they wanted to tie those to these electronic poll books. So you'll know when you go in there, you have a nice uh, manner when come coming, looking at your thing and saying, okay, we're going to scratch this off. And that takes a little bit of time. They have electronic poll books where they could just click off your name. That's tied to a long, larger thing. They wanted to make it so you could vote from anywhere. You live in Regina, but you uh, want to. You work in Moose Jaw. You want to be able to vote in Moose Jaw. They were going to allow that. That was going to be reviewed by the uh, Board of Elect- Internal Economy. That's uh, MLA. Uh, committee that is a majority Saskatchewan party members, uh, Michael Boda can run a by-election by legislation how he wants. So he chose to use the vote counting the poll books. He wanted wanted to do this differently for the 2024 election. He says it's best practice. It's going to happen in BC and Manitoba. It's already happening in Ontario. Two elections happen. It just happened in Alberta. It happens in municipal elections in Regina and Saskatoon, but it doesn't happen federally. And he said, we have to do this. This is going to make it more, more add integrity. And the minister, Jeremy Harrison, who's on this committee, said that, no, we're not going to do this. The Saskatchewan party voted that portion of it down. So no vote counting machines and no electronic poll books uh, tied to them. Now, we will see a voting week, which we saw in the by-election, and we will see expanded vote by mail. But we're not going to see vote counting machines. The government says that this takes away integrity. The Nicole Saar, who's on the committee for the NDP, says that the government is feeding its conspiracy theories that they're trying to, you know, tie this to vote voting machines, which is not on the table, and that this is something that we should be doing. That it's based in fact, and the expert in this case, Michael Boda, has recommended it. But Jeremy Harrison says, as long as the Sask party's in government, there won't be vote counting machines. That there should be uh, votes by hand, counted by hand. And also scrutineers there. Michael Boda says that can all still happen. They'll still count votes by hand after the vote counting machines. He said there were no mistakes. Yeah, they checked this, right? By hand, they checked the machines and the machines had made no errors and were obviously much faster than counting by hand. And for you and I, it took about 26 minutes for the results to come in. It wasn't an hour or two or three hours. And Michael Boda says, well, sometimes people can do a 12-hour shift and then they're asked to do the hardest job, which is count votes. But for by-elections, we will in the future see these, but we won't see them for the 2024 election. Very interesting. Thanks, Adam. You're welcome. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.